John 3, what a wonderful passage. And I figured we could talk about it uh, with the same approach that I essentially take to an Oreo cookie. When I eat an Oreo cookie, I eat the cream first. And then I decide what to do with the cookies. But the cream of the cookie of that passage is John 3.16. It's a beautiful passage that is a cornerstone of the Christian faith. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. It's an encouragement. Uh, when I hear the word perish, I think about being parched. And so I think about Jesus giving us the opportunity to, to Jesus quenches our thirst and then gives us the opportunity to have eternal life um, in so many different ways. So that's beautiful, and we love that passage. But then we've got the cookie on the top and the cookie on the bottom. The cookie on the top is Nicodemus comes to Jesus and says, I want to talk about these things. How does this stuff work? I don't understand. Obviously, you're from God, but what's going on here? And Jesus, I'm paraphrasing, Jesus essentially says, what you've got to do is you've got to understand and be born into spiritual things. So there's the spiritual realm and there's the physical realm. And Nicodemus is saying, well, uh, you mean to understand spiritual things? I have to do this very physical thing? He asks this physical question. Do I have to re-enter a mother's womb to be born again? That's a, a physical question to a spiritual answer. And Jesus is saying, no, you've got to understand. This is a spiritual thing. And then what Jesus does to try to help explain that is talk about the wind. He says, the wind. You hear the wind, but you don't know where it comes from and where it goes. If you think about it, we feel the wind, but we cannot see the wind, right? We can see what the wind does. But essentially, that's Jesus saying there are things that are real that you cannot see, but that you feel. And that was kind of the mind-blowing thing. It was like there's a spiritual thing. And for us in our lives, for me in my life, I have my spiritual side and I have my physical sort of side. I have the part of me that I feel very connected to when I'm doing something like meditation or healing touch. I feel like I get in this spiritual zone that I just love. It's the spiritual thing. It's like the wind. I can't see it, but I can feel it. And then I have to get back to my world of like taking out the trash and paying my taxes and checking the internet and all those things. That's the physical world. And to me, it's trying to balance those things, right? I, I wish I could be a monk and just go live in that spiritual world all the time. But then I've got my physical world, which demands that I be here and be present with the physical aspects of my life. So it's important for us, I think, to recognize the spiritual side and honor that and the physical side and honor that and try to find that perfect balance, much like balancing a basketball on your finger. Every once in a while, you've got your spiritual stuff and your physical stuff lined up and you're like, life's great. But then there's all the rest of the time, right? Where you're fumbling the ball and you've got things going on and it's really tough. So we have to remember that it, it's important for us to be aware. Jesus was telling Nicodemus to be aware of the spiritual side and then to work that into how you work out the physical side. And then the other side of the cookie of John 3.16 is him saying, Jesus did not come into the world to condemn the world, but to save it. And here in these tumultuous times when things seem kind of crazy, it feels real easy to go towards that side of condemnation. Well, things are just really messed up, and I don't know how to fix them. 
and it's not our job to know how to fix them. What we know is that Jesus came into the world not to condemn it, but to save it. And so we, as the body of Christ, are called not to condemn the world, but to save it. And God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, the ultimate sacrifice. And the question is, what are we called to sacrifice to help save the world? Amen. Gonna need some helpers for the prayers of the people. Pretty much.